Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is official. I, Lunduke, will not be allowed to be anywhere near the Open Sousa Project anytime soon. This is the Lunduke Journal of Technology podcast for Tuesday, November, what's the date? 21st, the year of our Lord, 2023. So for those of you who've been following along, I, I, I was at one point, many years back, an elected member of the Open Sousa board. I used to work at Sousa. Did a lot of marketing work for them. Did a ton of marketing and outreach work for Open the Open Sousa Project. It's kind of what I did for a large number of years, and I, I've kind of stayed away from the Open Sousa Project for for quite some time due to a wide variety of differences I have and, and objections I have to to the way Open Sousa and Sousa, Sousa Corporate are being run. Well, I, I got to thinking over the last really several weeks and months that there are some really interesting and valuable parts of OpenSUSE that could use to be saved, right? That could, that could really, if given their moment to shine, just shine brighter than the sun. Like there are some really great parts to it. And it's a shame that those parts, those beautiful parts of OpenSUSE are, have been wasted. I talked about this uh, at length in a, in a show from last week, and I posited a simple idea. What if I ran for election to the OpenSUSE board again, got elected, and worked with other like-minded people to fix the problems with OpenSUSE? Well, <laughs> I now have my answer as to whether or not that is going to be possible. I have been told by not less than three people in authority that under no uncertain terms would I be allowed anywhere near anything relating to OpenSUSE. I would not be allowed to get membership in the OpenSUSE project. I would not be allowed to post anything under any circumstances to any OpenSUSE mailing lists. I would not even be allowed on the OpenSUSE subreddit. Like, it is a blanket, unconditional, total ban. Um, and and there really is no, there is no real recourse for me to, to take here. Like, there's no, there's no escalation path upon which I can I can appeal to a higher authority because the reality is there really aren't that many people in OpenSUSE that call the shots. For as much as, as the OpenSUSE project really likes to talk about being a very um, community-run distribution, the, the, the harsh reality is it's truly not. If you disagree with anything related to OpenSUSE's core members' ideologies, whether it's technical or otherwise, you are out. And uh, I've heard from so many people who have been outright banned by moderators and board members, which kind of form the the, the powerhouse of, of OpenSUSE, that it, it, it's become crystal clear that there's just no path in. It doesn't really matter. It can't be forced. It's not something I can appeal to someone and they'll suddenly let me in. They do not want me anywhere near the project because I I have my own personal ideas of why they don't want me near the project, which I will talk about at great length in a podcast episode, which I'm going to record right after this one for the conservativenerds.locals.com because it gets very political and I don't want to get political here. 
But one of the reasons, one of the non-political reasons that they don't want someone like me near the project is I would upset the balance of power as it currently exists, right? If, if three people were elected to the Open Sousa board that myself and two other people that all we all kind of agreed that there were some problems and some of the corporate structure and the way the Sousa corporate and Open Sousa work together some of that needs to be changed we could affect that change and the reality is both Sousa corporate which controls the board because they appoint the board of directors seat. It's not an elected position. Uh, and, and the people who sit on the board currently, which are, uh, you know, predominantly made up of Sousa employees, they don't want to see that change happen. So they're just not going to let me anywhere near it. Uh, and, and I'm not alone. It's not like I'm the, I'm being entirely singled out here. There are a great many people who have been, told, uh, contributors, longtime contributors to OpenSUSE who have been told that they cannot post to mailing lists, they cannot post to the subreddits, they cannot be involved in various aspects of the project, they cannot speak on behalf of the project, even though they've been involved with it for so many years, and and uh, it's supposed to be a very community grassroots run thing. So, where does this leave me with regards to OpenSUSE? It's dead. It's, I mean, it's, this is, this is, this is where we're at. And this is unfortunate. The, the only option, the only remaining option is to fork OpenSUSE and all of the related sub projects and, and branch them off and work on them elsewhere. But the reality is that's just not a great use of time. Uh, while there are a huge number of really interesting technologies not a huge number, a, a significant enough number of really interesting technologies and approaches within OpenSUSE, branching it completely is just going to diminish the total amount of work being done overall. And honestly, a lot of that same basic work, um, you know, some of the the uh, the open build service and the, the testing automation and a, a lot of the other things that get done within OpenSUSE could be done better if they were started from scratch anyway. I mean, that's, that, that is the reality of it. Um, now, if, if the OpenSUSE project could be fixed, if the problems with it could be resolved, well, then it would be better to just keep what we have working, keep the active maintainers and contributors who are already working on it, working on it, fix the problems and push forward. That's, that's a much better way forward if it was possible. But since it's not it's probably better off to just start something new if it if it really needs to happen. So I, I, I for me, I'm just going to I'm washing my hands of it. I, I just have to, to say no more. Uh, I, I can't I, I can't do anything about it. Open Sousa and Sousa corporate desperately, desperately don't want me around. I'll read a couple of the quotes over on uh, the podcast over on the political site. But uh, they, they made it very clear that there's just no there's no possibility. And the, uh, you know what? It's their project. Uh, they Do they present it truthfully to the world in, as to how it works? No. Do they treat the people who contribute to it well? Sometimes, but not most of the time. And are they leading it down a path of, of darkness and ugh? Yes, yes, they are. But it's theirs. 
And I, I'm I, if that's the path they want to take, by by all means, God bless them. They, they get to take that path. And if they don't want someone like me coming in and fixing things, that's their choice. That is absolutely their choice. Those are their mistakes to make. Those are their choices to make. They, If they really want to go down the really weird paths that they're going down, well, yeah, God bless them. <laughs> what else can you do, you know? It's just there's nothing else to be done. And so I'm just going to wash my hands of it. That's it. That's it. That is officially gone. Uh, that idea was a was a fun notion, but there is literally nothing I could do about it. Like I, I suppose I could pretend to be someone else, right? Because it's not like they check driver's licenses when you when you sign up for an Open SUSE membership. I could I could create a fake email address, at some random Hotmail account, and. <laughs> Sign up as uh, as Jeremy Snozberger, and I could and Jeremy Snozberger, which is me really, could go ahead and start uh, you know contributing to the project and run for a seat on the board, and then when I'm finally in the board, I could whip the mask off and be like, it was me all along, and and I could do that, but that seems ridiculous, and that, that's just not my style, so um, I'm just gonna let it go. I'm going to let it go and let it be, and, and that's that. Oh, alas, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What's really interesting is that that means that there are two projects. There are two projects, open source operating system projects that exist right now that have outright stated that that I cannot contribute to them, that they would not allow it. Both Haiku and OpenSUSE have stated unequivocally that I cannot be involved in any way, shape, or form. That is, you know what? At a certain point, a man starts to take things personally. <laughs> I, what can you do, man? Uh, sometimes the, the world is just too ridiculous and you just have to laugh at it. Oh, alas. But if you want to hear more about those thoughts, you got to head over to the political podcast because uh, it, it's going to be a little bit political just because their reasons are political, not because my reasons for anything are really even all that political, but theirs are. And I don't want to pollute the the good waters of, of the Lunduk Journal of Technology with with a bunch of politics stuff. So where does that leave me? Here I am. Here I am at the end of November. I currently run Debian on most of my systems. Uh, I've got one system running uh, the most recent Fedora release right now, just because I'm, I'm playing around with it a little bit. Uh, but most of my systems, including my production system that I'm recording this on right now, are all running Debian. And maybe maybe that's just kind of where it's going to be, and, and, and I'm not really going to worry about being involved in any sort of project. I'd like to give back to certain projects. Uh, I'd like to contribute whatever expertise I happen to have to some of these projects, but well, maybe for, at least for the time being, that's simply not in the cards. And I think I'm just going to have to be okay with that. <laughs> you know, I, I'm certainly not going to go out and, and create my own Linux distribution at the moment. That is just way more work than I am interested in putting into the thing. Uh, a little bit of work in marketing or design here and there, a little bit of coding here and there, sure. But, but for all the rest of the work involved, and it is a lot, it can be a lot. Nah, no, no, no thanks. Um, I want to mention this really quickly here. Uh, we've got, uh, it's almost Thanksgiving. 
And uh, what what I've got set up right now is between now and next Monday, November 27th, Cyber Monday, um, I'm making it so that people can, can, if they get a lifetime subscription to the Lunduke Journal, they can give one as a gift and then get one for themselves at a, at a, at a somewhat discounted price. So normally the, the lifetime subscription is $2.95. The lifetime subscription for this week is $1.95 and you get two. So it's really, I don't know, whatever 195 divided by two is, right? But you, so you get a subscription for yourself and then you get to give one as a gift. Very nice, easy, super nerdy, uh, uh, <laughs> low effort gift. <laughs> um, but what, what I'm doing, and I, <laughs> this was my wife's idea, is I am making, for every, anyone who wants to give a gift lifetime subscription to someone else, basically, uh, I'll, I'll put a link to it so people can go, go see it. Um, I'm taking one of my comic strips and I am putting in custom messages, basically turning those comic strips, those little pixel art comic strips I do into a little bit of a, of a gift card. And you can put in a little, little, uh, you know, you know, happy, you know, Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, uh, good job eating at Thanksgiving, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, message inside the comic strip. And so you can have a personalized comic strip with your, your friend, your husband, your wife, your, you know, your, your cousin, whatever's names in it. And then you can send that to them you can print it out to them and um and i basically deliver electronically a lifetime subscription to them um if you already have a lifetime subscription uh you can just give the the gift subscription to two people because basically it's a two for one sort of thing anyway uh that's that's all all up there and i'll i'll kind of leave that all there for anyone who wants to wants to grab that uh, as a as a nice little little gifty poo uh let's see what else we got going on here coming up uh, what's the date on it? Amigo Week starts on December 6th. Wednesday, December 6th is the start of Amigo Week. I'm really looking forward to this because I just don't get enough chance to play with Amiga OS or MorphOS or, or the Amiga Research Operating System or, or any of these other Amiga-based systems. Anything Amiga-based, Amiga-inspired, or Amiga-adjacent, I feel like is, is totally fair game. Now, I don't have any Amiga hardware. I just don't. So, and I'm not going to in time for Amiga Week. So, I'm going to be running everything in emulators and I'll put a write up kind of how I'm going about emulating my Amiga OS setup and uh, post some screenshots and all that so all of you can see how I'm going about it but I'd also like to spend some time with some of the Amiga inspired systems like the Amiga Research OS, uh, Eros or Morphos or these sorts of systems because they're really unique and there's (sighs) For people who are used to Linux and Windows and Mac OS, the Amiga world feels different. There's the the way the Amiga you know works workbench works is fundamentally just very different than than most desktop environments people are used to using nowadays. And, and a lot of the development tools have some real distinct differences. And I just kind of want to spend some time on all these things. So that's coming up on December 6th, uh, and that's going to be a, a ton of fun. we got a lot of other events coming up as well, but those are the ones I want to talk about at the moment. All right, everybody, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, nerds and nerdettes, <laughs> with that, I do declare, end broadcast.